0: Welcome back know-it-alls. This week we are going to be talking about stories that were what-the-fuck moments for us. Stories or situations where, um, you know, we experienced them and didn't know how to react or what to say or what to do because it truly felt like we were being punked.
1: Every time it happens, which it seems to happen a lot in my life, I look around waiting for Ashton Kutcher to bust down a door and be like, yeah, you just got punked. It's never happened.
0: I feel like I've become conditioned to these stories. I'm sitting back trying to think of stories that were like, what the fuck moments, but I grew up working for you and having the friends that I did, and so every day was kind of just what the fuck.
1: (laughs) It's just normal now.
0: Yeah, it was just, like I literally, I was thinking of stories and I was like, I could literally tell any story from the time that I was 12 to 18 Working at your store. Yeah. Any story. Actually, I have a couple. I have one at least that I need to tell because you put me in the worst, one of the worst situations I've ever had to, like, I didn't know, I'm obviously a talker. I can talk my way out of pretty much anything and I had no idea what to do.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm very interested.
0: (laughs) You'll know it immediately. I guess I'll, yeah, I'll just get into it. So, um, at the the place we were working, um, where we were working was right by the front door where customers come in. And so we were kind of like cleaning in the front, right by the customers. And I was talking about weird plastic surgery. Like just things you're like, oh, you know, people go and get you know stuff done. And I was like, I think I saw it online, but I was like, the, what if somebody went in to get plastic surgery and like, what do you want done? They're like, I would like a nipple extension. <laughs> And they're like, what? I'd like one nipple just be four inches longer than the other one.
1: Would it stick straight out or would it droop? When
0: you get hard, it would stick straight out. So
1: living out here, it'd be hard all the time.
0: Yeah, but only one.
1: Only one. Just like
0: a four inch nipple extension. What I didn't know, my back was to the door. And as I was showing how far out it would stick from my breast and talking about nipple extensions, a customer walked in. I made direct eye contact with them, turned around. And of course, Mr. Clay was was there off, kind of on the side, heard this conversation, saw the customer walk in. I immediately ran to the back away from the customer and you yelled, teapot, there's a customer here.
1: Can you come (laughs) get the front?
0: Please come get the front. Can you help them, please? And the customer was so close to laughing. And I came around the corner and like... beet red. Oh, I've never felt... Sweating. Oh, beads of sweat. And I'm looking at her and I was like, I don't even know how to... I don't know what... I don't know how to start. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I say? And she's like breaking up. She's starting to laugh. And I'm just like, mm, how can I help you?
1: And she's like, you've already helped me today.
0: <laughs> and it was just one of those situations where um, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life... Where like, I I truly didn't know how to get out of that, (laughs) like how to make that situation better. It was just a, this is, this is me now. (laughs) This is who I am to this person. I will always give a nipple extension. Uh, and, and, like and they're
1: they're a regular customer, so they're, you're gonna see them every Friday.
0: Yeah. And first, I we worked for you for like six years.
1: Yeah. So. And they're gonna walk in and be like, "Can she help me, please?" The nipple extension
0: lady. <laughs> um, that's yeah. That's a funny one.
1: That yeah, I can or think or of. she'll come in and lift up her shirt and go, "Look what I got done yeah. last week." <laughs> yeah. I heard your conversation. I couldn't be stopped. <laughs> Left nipple, four inches.
0: Right. I just it was funny. I thought it was funny until I had to try to explain it too well, try to hopefully a stranger would understand what I was getting at and find it humorous. Um, yeah. That was one one of the first things popped in my mind when thinking back at the times I worked for you and thinking back at all like the ridiculousness was any time like a customer witnessed it. When I was like, oh my god, we're fucked up there's something wrong with that. Do,
1: do, you, do you ever remember how many times we would send somebody outside the front doors to walk farther away from the front doors and we'd be loud in the kitchen to see what the threshold was as to where a customer could hear what we were talking about yeah so yeah um, yeah ah,
0: i just made me laugh
1: when they're standing at the front door they can definitely hear you 100 percent. oh absolutely so you don't talk about nipple extensions
0: i learned that lesson yeah
1: <laughs> you wait till they leave, and then you talk about nipple ex- extensions.
0: Well, I didn't know. My back was to the door. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, ju- I truly didn't know what to do or say in that situation. I
1: helped you. Uh, I-, I told you to get front. You knew exactly what to do. <laughs>
0: Why did you just dive embarrassment. Like, how do I help you? <laughs> She's just laughing at me.
1: Well, at least you know she heard you. Oh yeah. You know, because there's times when you say something like, "I didn't know a customer was there." Did they hear me? I have no idea. Just smile and hey, how are you doing? And just like brush it off.
0: There was another one too where this was a complete customer thing, but um, I was working with one of my best friends and I was in the back, and someone came in and was like, do 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 do, mm-hmm. like singing, and I was like, oh hey, it's my friend was working. She was where she was like coming in and out of the store, yeah. and so I thought she came back in, yeah. and so I was just like, oh yeah, whatever, like get back here, and then. She didn't come around the corner, and I was like, "Weird!" And all of a sudden, you're like, "Doo do, doo do, doo 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 doo," and I was like, "You know, dude, come on! Like, what are you doing?" And I go to the front, and it's a customer
1: <laughs> just, singing. just
0: singing in the front. They walked in singing, and I, that was another moment where I was like, "How do I help? You? Do you need help?" <laughs> like, it was another just bewildering situation.
1: Yeah, there's so but like, innocent, innocent. There's times I don't hear the door buzzer, or like even with our food distributors there, if they have the back door open. The front door doesn't buzz so i'm just sitting there talking and talking and talking i look over the video camera oh there's two people in the lobby wonder how long they've been there no (laughs) idea yeah walk up no it's not like when your mom shows up the door buzzer goes off even before it stops dinging she's already in the back just complaining (laughs) about something like all frantic can
2: i
0: explain that my sister and i both worked for mr clay um for many years and neither one of us have worked there for many years now, yeah, and she, my mom will still she just she still walk walked into the back into Wait, like the cu- the staff only section
1: <laughs> right through the kitchen <laughs> just in like, the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, she just you know she, she's the, the she's the mother, <laughs>
1: and that's where you get it from. <laughs> yes, she's got unlimited band aids in yeah. her purse,
0: <laughs> and she's ready to use them at a moment's notice.
1: How old were you with the uh, the nipple extension?
0: Um, I well, I I was done when I was eighteen, so probably. I'm guessing around 16 years old. And that was like the worst part of it because she, lo- this woman just looked at me like, you're a child. <laughs> like, what are you
1: doing? And they look at me like, you let this happen? She's like, let. <laughs> I make this happen.
0: Like, I created this. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: when I was that age, I was working at a place called The Starlight and my friend uh, Terry and I were uh, dishwashers. Mm-hmm. And one morning, it was a Greek restaurant. One morning, we, we came to work at like 7.30 in the morning. And the police cars were there, and there was like police line, do not cross, kind of stuff on the patio. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, go into the back door. We walk in, and uh, Charlie, the head chef, comes up. Hey, bud, uh, you two, you're not cooks. You two are not cooking. We're like, what? he was you two are not cooking. No more, no more dishes. You're cooking. I was like, we need to be trained. He's like, no, we trained today. You, you're cooking. And we're like, what happened? Like, why? What? What's going on? The police are out there, and we're cooking. Uh, Timmy, he, he shot himself in the head last night in the limousine, and we just look at each other, just like, you know, waiting for, you know, fifteen years before Punk comes out. Yeah. We're waiting for Ashton Kutcher to bust <laughs> bust down the doors like, ah, I just punked you. But uh, yeah, so apparently the one of the the secondary cook got drunk and went into the limousine that the hotel had. Yeah. And shot himself. That's horrible. On premises. Um, yeah. Terrible. But good news is, I and got learned, a promotion. And
0: you learned how to cook.
1: I learned how to cook. Oh my
0: God. Yeah,
1: so that's, that's dark. so fucked up, right?
0: I have a, I have a really dark story too. I mean, what the fuck moments can be hilarious or also awful. Um, but I had an experience the first time I personally ever called 911 with nobody else around to do it. Like I was the only one that could do it. I was leaving my sister's house just on a residential street in the winter And I walked down the driveway and all of a sudden I heard screaming. And I was like, what the fuck? So I stop in the driveway and I look over and there's this teenage girl, probably about 14 years old, in like a onesie, pajamas. Because this was like midnight. She was running full speed down the middle of the street in pajamas, screaming. And there was a grown-ass man chasing her. And I was like, what the fuck? And I just froze. And he chased her and chased her and he grabbed her hair pulled her to the ground and like tackled her to the ground and then picked her up and grabbed the back of her neck like the the closed the back of her neck and lifted her and like pushed her like walking beside him into a house and I was like what the fuck
1: I can't even imagine.
0: So I sat down in my car. My heart was racing. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I got, like, I drove away. Because it was, like, two houses down. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy saw me there. So I drove around the block. And I called my sister. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And so she told her husband. And he went for a walk outside. And he yeah. went to walk by the house to see if he could hear anything. And then my sister's like, I was like, should I call 911? And she's like, you probably should. So I called 911, told them what happened. Um, they said they were, like, sent a dispatcher, like a vehicle. And um, so I waited kind of around the corner and a police officer met me and I walked up to his, his vehicle and he rolled down the, the window and I told him what happened again. Um, and so he's like, okay, you can go home and I'll, we'll check it out and uh, we'll give you a call and let you know what happened. Which was kind of awesome. Like I didn't know that was a thing that they yeah. would update you. Uh, but I went home and like had a shower and I had a voicemail. And they, were, they told me it was uh, domestic, a domestic. This It was a father and a daughter. And they got it worked out, but they made a note on file kind of thing. And I I, th- I was the most... One of the most shocked moments where I was like, did I see what I saw? Yeah. Like, I understand why eyewitness accounts are not the most accurate thing in the world. Because in the moment, you're like, I my brain cannot comprehend what's happening fast enough for me to take in all the information.
1: I wonder how they worked it out. Well, They, they worked it out. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure the, the grown man isn't dragging her around the house by her hair? Yeah. Did did he tell you they worked it out or did she tell you That's that? That's horrible, worked it out? right? It's
0: horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be a downer, but holy.
1: Well, I mean, I just told a suicide story. It's true. So, I mean this.
0: <laughs> it was it was shocking. Um I have like, you know, I feel like I have three stories. One is hilarious, the nipple. One <laughs> is sad, and then the other one is like a that could have been bad, but it's funny. <laughs> so we'll get to that later. But yeah, no, it was, it was a really shocking um, situation to be in. I didn't know what to do. It's the first time I've ever had to call 911 and my heart was racing. And it wasn't even for you. It wasn't for me, yeah. I think that, you know, we always say call 911, call 911, but it's actually a really difficult decision to make. Like, I don't know, I just feel like you're like, is, is should I be responsible to do this? Well, think about maybe- if
1: you didn't call... I had to
0: yeah
1: something happened how would you feel the rest of your life knowing that something really bad happened and all you had to do was hit three buttons on your phone
0: yeah it's just nerve wracking because I don't I don't know I didn't know what to expect when I called like what would happen on the other end do you know what I mean how many
1: calls a day do you think they get Thousands. Yeah. Right? That are stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. so and they, they can weed those out pretty quick. Yeah. When you when you have a grown man dragging a girl by like the scruff of her neck into a yeah, house. Horrible. That that's not one you ignore.
0: No, I still I go to my sister's house all the time and I drive by that house and I always look at it and I'm always just like
1: Ugh. Do they still live there?
0: Yeah, like what the fuck.
1: Yeah. Um one time when I was I worked at a movie theater when I was like 18, 19, so I took a year off after going to school for a year. Mm-hmm and i remember the movie theater had a mailbox up the street so like a public it was like a gift shop but they had like canada post like mailboxes inside okay so i went with my boss to go get the mail one day and he showed me where it was and i was like why are you showing me this he's like so when i need you to get the mail you know where to go i was like oh fair enough you're teaching me okay and uh i don't know the next week i had to go get the mail and he's like hey why don't you and kelly go get the mail it's like two of us all right cool i don't know why but whatever and so we got the key and we walk up the street, we go check the mail and there's something in the mail and then we crossed over the street to walk back. I don't remember what the reason was. Mm-hmm. So we're the mailbox is on the same size, side as the theater, but for some reason on the way back, we walked over to walk down the other side. And as we walk in front of this little tiny uh, convenience store, there's a guy in a truck, he's like, hey buddy, do you mind not start my truck for me? I got a problem with the engine here. And I look over at my coworker, Kelly, and he's holding the mail. I was like, "What do you mean you're already in it?" He's like, "No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna pop the hood. I need you just I just need you to turn it over. That's it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, not a big deal." So he got out. I got in, and I go to turn it over, and the hood's up, and you hear right. And he goes, "Okay, stop." So I stop, and he does some banging around. He's like, "Do it again." So I try it again. You hear, so it's not turning over. And then Kelly's like, "Yeah, man, we gotta go." He's like, you "Just give it one more shot." And I turn it over, and as I turn it over flames shoot out under the hood against the windshield and then off the side and the guy's jacket catches on fire so the guy that was working on his car his arm is now on fire and i get out of the vehicle i'm just like what the fuck is happening i went to go get the mail now i just lit some dude on fire and he just like calmly walks to the the back of the truck he like moves the seat he grabs a blanket puts it on his hand goes puts over top of the engine i'm just looking around like this is too fucked up i'm going back to work lit a dude on fire like does his and he, truck? And he didn't seem to care. No, he, it was a, this is this is me now. This is <laughs>
0: me now. So that was like his everyday
1: routine. He just finds <laughs> high school kids or whatever to just light them on fire. That's his thing. His kicks,
0: yeah. This is how he gets his kicks. Yeah. That's fucked
1: up, right? What the fuck? Like,
0: yeah. I didn't know where that story was going, and that's not where I expected it to go.
1: No, that's not where I expected it to go when I was going to get the mail. Because <laughs> I got the mail earlier, and you, you you get the mail.
0: I I feel like. One of my biggest fears now—it's so bad. So uh, for some the reason, mail? yeah, no. For for some reason, I have a really friendly face. I don't understand. I'll be like in Walmart, grabbing some milk, head in like the cooler, and I hear like my hair, and I'm like, "Are you talking to me?" And they're like, "Yeah, just saying like you have really nice hair, so I like your hair." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." They're like, "Yeah, I came here last week to get milk, and like the the due date was really soon, and I just wasn't sure." But I'm like, "Are we having a conversation now?" like people talk to me all the time my mom and my sister and I who go to Walmart often together we have made friends with two of the Walmart um cashiers we're best friends with them like best friends they know us so well um because we just people just just talk to us have nice hair they know our whole family story they know everything I mean it's my family we don't stop talking but but I, I just have this friendly face I guess and people just want to talk to me but I've become very uh aware and nervous when, even with, when I'm with someone, of random people talking to you in the street. Like, it's just, I used to be like, oh, this is fine. But after situations, yeah. when people just walk up to you, like this guy, and they're like, I need something, I've become very leery of random people coming up and talking in the street. Um, and, and mainly because I learned that as Canadians, we are way too nice. And we're just gonna like you need help? Sure, I'll go to wherever you're going, and I'll I'll help you. I'll get in the fucking truck. Yeah, I'll turn start,
1: I'll turn it over for you. And
0: let me tell you, it gets it gets you into trouble. <laughs> um Because when I went to Europe for the first time alone, I went with my school. But when I went to Europe with my friend, when her and I were twenty, twenty one. Which we're, we're like alone as in like her and I without an adult, which okay. is horrible because we're 20 and 21. We are the adults, but it didn't feel like it.
1: And Europe, you're an adult and you're like 16. I know, but
0: it didn't feel like it. So it was just her and I navigating. And we flew into Amsterdam. Um And, and so our first day, we landed at like 11 in the morning, um, dropped off our stuff at the hostel. And proceeded to spend our day exploring Amsterdam. And within our first 24 hours of being in Europe, we almost got kidnapped three times. <laughs> <laughs> because people talk to you on the street and were way too nice. Um, so we were, in the middle of the day, we went into a, a shop. Like a a comedian store and the guy behind the counter started talking was like hey ladies like where are you going tonight like where are you I can't do an Amsterdam accent a Dutch accent
1: uh, see I'm, I'm thinking of the guy from <laughs> hey, ladies. hey ladies yeah, that's
0: what he sounded like but he was Dutch um and he said where are we going tonight like there's these clubs and blah 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 and he's just going on and on and all of a sudden he came out from behind the the cash register and he had like a beer and we're like, this guy's drunk at work. What the fuck? And he, keep going, he kept going in between Dutch and English. And he walked over and grabbed a Mentos, uh, like a, a, uh, the mints. Yeah. And he was like speaking in Dutch. And he grabbed them and he snapped it in half. And Mentos like went flying. Wow. And he hands each of us one half of a like a wrapper of Mentos. And we're sitting there holding it. And he keeps talking to us. And he's putting his arms around us. And he's like, Lady, And we're like, okay.
1: Does he work there?
0: Yeah, I guess. He's behind the counter. He's the only one there. I think another guy walked in and like walked behind the counter but we were so confused and he was like I own this town I own this <laughs> town and I'm like you own Amsterdam cool You're, you work at a convenience store but whatever and um, so we're like we're, we have a canal tour like a boat tour we're about to go on so we're like we're gonna be late sorry we gotta go so we walk out and both of us are still holding the Mentos we're like fucking free mints um, so we're like that was weird so we go on our canal tour it gets dark we're done and then as soon as it gets dark we're like get off the boat we're like we gotta find the red light district So we start walking that area and it's a bunch of like really skinny alleyways with all these like food shops and pot shops and all that kind of stuff. And as we're walking and this kind of people all of a sudden we hear, hey ladies, (laughs) we're like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? And for those
1: of you who haven't been there, on certain nights of the week in Amsterdam, if you go on a weekend, it's shoulder to shoulder people (laughs) in the red light district. You can't recognize anything or anyone. No.
0: And he just shows up, He's, hey ladies, we're like, oh my fucking God. So... He grabs us and he's like, I I show you, I own this town, I own this I show you. He pulls us into like a shawarma shop Mm. and he walks behind the counter and all the people making like fries and shawarma and shit. They're, they just turned and looked at him they started like blah, blah, in Dutch and he was like arguing back with them and we realized on the back of his jacket he had like a fridge manufacturer like um, like repairman kind of logo. Some of yeah. refrigerators and we're like oh this guy probably works for a company that deals with all these shops. He yeah. goes in and fixes their stuff but he goes back there and starts like doing the fries in the fryer and he's like I get you guys free food and the people are like no no. And so he, we're sitting there like, do we run? Like, do you think he's going to chase just us? Do you think this guy's related
1: to your mom who just walks into the back of restaurants? <laughs>
0: right? But we're like, what do we do? And all of a sudden this guy next to us is like, you guys okay? And we're like, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. And so we started talking to him and he's like this dude from Austria. And he's like, you guys should just go. Like, I'll stand by the door. You guys run. And if he tries to get out, like, I'm blocking it. And we're like, okay, sick. So we're like, thanks, man. He's cool.
1: He's like, don't worry, I own this town.
0: (laughs) Right? So we're like, that's fine, that's fine. So we run out, right? And we're walking, we find the red light district, we're walking, looking at all the stores, uh, looking at all the shops and the shows. And this other guy, he's like with a pack of people, which is terrifying. And he stands up and he comes up to us. And he's like, uh, at first, he stands up just to say hi. He's like, hey, we said hi. And he's like, "Uh, you know, what are you guys doing? Ladies, blah, blah, blah. And finally, he like, I've learned very quickly in any situation someone says hey don't be polite fuck off that's it fuck off I'm not dealing with you it's like midnight no fuck off but we talked to him and he came up to us and he stood between us and he put both his arms over our shoulders but like pinched our shoulders so we couldn't get out and he was asking us what's your name what's your age we told him all fake information where are you staying where are you going nothing but we couldn't get away we walked like up and down the entire red light district and we're like what the fuck like, this guy, how, he was terrifying. We're like, how, so we're like, this is the second time that we've been pulled around by a man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well,
1: I mean, you, you need a man to lead you, right? <laughs> Clearly. Obviously. And especially one that owns a town.
0: Right? So anyway, we, we were walking with him. And all of a sudden, we hear, like, not a ladies, <laughs> but we hear, like, oh, hey, girls. And we turn, it's the Austrian guy. And we're like... Friend, like our friend. <laughs> this is our friend, and he was like, "Yeah, guy, like girls, you should come with me. I'm going over here. Like, I'm glad I found you. Let's go." And the guy was like, "What the fuck, man?" And they like got. Into well, each they were face. hanging out together. No, no, well, no. He, the guy, went up in his face, and he's like, "These are my ladies." Yeah. These are my ladies tonight, and he was like, "No, they're my friends, and I, w- I came to find them so we could go." Somewhere, and he like he was like you never get in the fucking way of me and my fucking ladies, and he was like all in our face, and I was like okay, this guy was a lot more dangerous than the a ladies guy. (laughs) So he we escaped, and we went with the Austrian guy to a coffee house, which is just a place where you smoke weed, and we went uh, got a joint, went into like a pool room, we got high with him. And my friend immediately became paranoid. So I was I was like good <laughs> Wait, with this guy. Wait, on me? Yeah, right? That's weird. But I was good with this guy. I was like, he saved us twice. But my friend was just like, immediately got paranoid. He's like, can I walk you guys home? And we're walking. My friend was like, we need to ditch. Like, we need to go somewhere else. We can't go to our hostel. Like, he's going to kidnap us. And I'm like... There's no way three people in one day.
1: <laughs> what are the odds? What are the
0: odds that we three people in one day? Anyway, he she was scared of him, and to this day, I'm sure she's like, ah, I didn't trust him, but I felt okay about it. But we were going home, and he turned off to where he was staying before we even got close to where we were staying. But she still, I think she still counts it as the third person um, that we met that night. That was all. Like I can't believe it, it was within a few hours on our, f- our first and day. Europe, Europe is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> my mom's like, "How was your first day?" And I'm like, "Quaint."
1: <laughs> Did you in, in the in the convenience stores? Do you ever see the self serving like heaters, like the food that is self served? No. So it's like a like a vending machine for like hamburgers and hot dogs. It, you go up to it. And there's a glass window and there's a burger behind it. You mm. put your money in, you grab the the door opens, you grab the burger, and then another burger just goes bloop and it pops <laughs> into the spot. I'm like, this is fucked up. I wonder how many of these I have to buy until there's nothing on that bloop window. <laughs> so yeah, my friend, <laughs> John, my friend John's like, I don't I don't think we should eat this. I'm like I know <laughs> shit we shouldn't eat this. Who knows how long it's been sitting under here? Oh but God. yeah, like self-serving.
0: That's disgusting.
1: There was a... Um, a self-serving. This is this is so fucked up. We were driving in Germany. That this is the same trip that with my friend from Amsterdam. We were driving in Germany. We get. To, we were looking. I think we looked at the because it was before widespread internet. Mm-hmm. So we looked at and uh, a hotel in the last hotel where we were gonna spend the night, and then we had it printed off like MapQuest directions. We're driving and driving. We get there. We get there super <laughs> super late, and I pull up. We go to the front door and it's locked. I mean the lights are on in the hotel. The lights are on on the lobby, but you can't open the door. And John and I, and we're with this girl named Ashley that we had met, and we're like, we can't even get in. This is so fucked up. <clears throat> and then this guy comes out and he's having a cigarette. And I was like, excuse me, do you speak English? He's like, yeah, I speak English. I was like, I'm, we're, we're trying to get in here, but we can't. He's like, ah, uh, um, how many beds? And I was like, excuse me. He's like, how many beds for the three of you? And we're like, two. John, I'll share one, and Ashley will get one. So he's like, come here, come here. And he goes to the little digital display and he hits like the UK flag. And up comes on the digital display, English. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for how many nights? And we tell him one night, so he hits one, right? And for how many beds? So he hits two. And it says, okay, the payment is here. Just, you gotta put your credit card in. We're like, what? So I put my credit card in this, like, glass window vending machine thing at the front of a hotel. And then all of a sudden this piece of paper spits out on the bottom, my credit card comes back, and on the paper is like, you know, 312-AB or something. Mm And the guy's like, on that paper, which he had not looked at yet, right? On the paper is your room number, right? And you'll have to, you'll have that room number plus letter codes to get in the front door and your room. We're like, what? He's like, just punch in what's on your thing on the door. So I, I punch it in and the door goes click and I open the door. So I go inside this hotel, which is locked, which I just paid for with a credit card and it printed off like a debit slip kind of thing with like Weird. codes on it and then we went up to like a third floor we went to the door and we entered the code and our door opens nobody fucking works there and the hotel is like full of people so it's like a, just a self-sufficient stuff and in the morning someone cleans yeah when we came down the next morning there's people cleaning there's people cooking their breakfast and stuff and there's somebody working the front desk just between the hours where they're not open open yeah. taking bookings you just pay for everything right there and it'll give you a code and that'll open your door Weird. So if that dude didn't come out and have a cigarette, we just would have like slept in the car. Yeah. So like, I don't. Under, there was nothing around. Like we drove off the main highway down this road, and there was like nothing in this town open. Everything was off. Weird. Like this is so fucked up.
0: That's weird. Yeah. It's like that hotel we stayed in in Scotland that was like on a lake, but a look. A look. But nothing was there. And the helicopter came. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it was just like a giant, like just mountains all the way around, a lake, and one single tiny little house that was a hotel. And then, like randomly that night, uh, a helicopter flew into the helicopter pad across the street. Yeah. More like no, no big deal, right? You have one of those at your hotel. <laughs> yeah, you're like what the, military what? helicopter, like a search and rescue. <laughs> it's true. It was a search and rescue, like military helicopter. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. I don't know. At the time, we are just like, that's cool. Yeah. But then you're like, that's weird explaining is, it to someone. Yeah.
1: And right now, people are listening. They're like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't. You don't, we're in the middle of nowhere at a hotel, which is like 35 minutes from any town. Yeah. And a military helicopter shows up at a helicopter pad that's there so, for whatever for reason. For whatever
0: reason. But, and we uh, all just got out and went and looked at it. But, everybody
1: in the hotel was mesmerized. Yeah. But it turns out that uh, people get lost in the in the hills up there. The fog sets in. Yeah. And they get lost, right? So the helicopter pad actually serves its purpose.
0: I mean, I get it. Those I, I've seen the Rocky Mountains, fucking ridiculously tall, snowy. Can't. Um, I look up there, I'm like, nah. But like the mountains in Scotland, they're just like big hills. They're yeah. all grassy and stuff. I'm like, I could climb that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you the, just get the, lost forever. Yeah, three
1: feet in front of you, the fog is so thick, you're like, I can't see anything. No. So yeah, if you're up in the mountains, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a story that is, it involves more my friend than me, I think. Mm. So my friend was dating this girl and I had just met her. They had just started dating like two or three weeks earlier. We, we went to the movies together and I don't know if I went to the movies with him and she was the third wheel mm-hmm. or if I was the third wheel at their date, whatever it was. <laughs> when we got there, we got our popcorn, we sat down. She's like, I'm going to sit in between my two men and I don't really know her. I know her name and I've met her like once. Mm-hmm. So I sit down, she sits beside me, he sits beside her, and we're talking before the movie starts. And she's like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna have some of this tonight. And she just put her hand down my pants and grabbed my dick. I was married at the time, and I look over, and my friend is like right there. And I was like, What are you, what the fuck are you doing? And he just looks over, he's like, eh. He keeps eating popcorn. I was like, Okay, that's fucked up. He doesn't seem to care that his girlfriend is like giving me a handy. What the fuck? Right? So I take her hand, I was like, What the fuck are you doing? And so after the movie, we go back, she gets in her car, she drives away. And he tells me that over the weekend he was at a party in Coquillum, he couldn't find his girlfriend, somebody said she's upstairs, so he went up to the bedroom upstairs, opened the door, and she's on her knees sucking off two guys. So he walked in and she was sucking off two dudes and she invited him into the room. He just closed the door and walked away.
0: But he still wanted he to He was own. still dating her. <laughs> oh my he's god. He was still dating her. This guy <laughs> Make better choices, sir.
1: <laughs> well yeah, he's married and he's happy now, so better choices. Yeah. But yeah, at the time I was just like, fuck. I should have gone for the handy but I was <laughs> It's true. If I would known that wouldn't have worked out like my marriage Yeah. I would have gone for the handy. Yeah I know.
0: In <laughs> <laughs> hindsight you know hindsight. Absolutely. 100%. You know, always go for the handy. Yeah. Unless
1: you can go for more than the handy. It's true. But in the theater it's harder to do more than a handy. Trust me. No I've never tried. I've mean, So I've, heard. <laughs> so I've heard. Trust me. So I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. I've never tried. No. So
0: our theater has like big old recliner seats now oh, yeah. where I'm like two people could fit in that. Yeah. In or just like puddles. stacked. Yeah, stack them up Yeah I love it
2: That's sexy
1: right? Yeah
2: Is a handy cheating?
0: Wait Wait Who who are you?
2: Who are you? I'm the Galman. The Galman. The Gelman The Gelman The Galman. Gal- the
0: Gelman Is what cheating?
2: A handy Is that cheating? Absolutely <laughs>
0: Wait wait
1: Are you giving it to yourself? Because then I cheat on everyone all the time Wait do I cheat on myself? With yeah. myself? Yeah
0: Yeah no,
1: yeah, wait, no. Wait, wait, like, I was married, so was the handy cheating? Or she was dating him, so was she cheating by giving the handy?
2: Both, in both situations. Like, but he was there and didn't seem to care. Yeah. And if he didn't care, that means your wife mustn't. That's she how wouldn't works. have cared either. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, how that's how it works, works. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. There's some, they have a relationship like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, if you're ever going to get a handy, make sure that the girl you get it from has a. Boyfriend who's friends with us and doesn't mind. Yeah, if he's cool, it's just say, cool then. with
0: it, I'm That's it's a lot. Just, it's just like swinging.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of rules to follow though.
0: No, it's fine yeah. though. I mean,
1: that's like an insurance company. Sorry, that was a Tuesday at 3 p.m. We only covered a, covered till two. I'm sorry on mm-hmm. on a Monday.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> it's true. The fuck, I
1: waited. I had the friend and the girlfriend and the handy and the wife, and now you tell me it doesn't count.
0: <laughs> I think in that moment, the proper response would be for you to call your wife and give her to your friend. And then that way, there's no no harm, no foul. It's but, fair.
1: But what if she's like, I don't I don't understand what's happening. Why are you setting me up with your friend?
0: Did that marriage work out? It didn't. Well, then clearly she. What? Well, in that moment, you would have known she was the wrong person. Fuck.
2: The <laughs> biggest the biggest problem I have with that solution is you can't use your phone in a theater. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's like, really inappropriate. Yeah, well, I don't want to that's interrupt like, anybody like, else's yeah. movie experience that's not by I, calling someone. Yeah. It's not good theater etiquette. Whenever I see somebody talking on the phone while they're getting a the hand job, I'm like, okay. Like <laughs> the it, hand job is whatever, as long as you're not gonna grunt through it all. But like, get off your phone. Like, show some respect and, for everyone and
1: else. And is your boyfriend there watching you do that hand job?
2: Yeah. Are you guys together, or is one of your significant others? And are his hands here? free? Because I'm by myself right here <laughs> yeah. behind
1: you, and I wouldn't mind a hand. Mm-hmm. You
0: could jump in. Yeah.
1: I've never done that.
0: <laughs> I've never seen anyone give a handjob in a movie theater. <laughs> well, I'm just talking
1: about jumping in. Like you walk in, and your friend's making out with her boyfriend. And you're like, all right, let's do this on sip Just <laughs> start walking. Like, I've never done that.
2: It's one of those things where it's like if you just keep trying it, eventually it has to work. Yeah, right? well, I mean, it's a numbers game. Yeah,
1: I, I did have a friend who would ask out everybody. Like, we went to a restaurant, and he'd ask out two servers, the hostess and the manager. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, do you have, like, no standards? Because you've asked literally every girl we saw tonight for a date. He's like, yeah, but come Friday, who's on a date? Me or you? I was like, you? He goes, yeah, I win. He's yeah. like, do you? Because you scrape the bottom of the barrel to get that date. Right?
0: I feel like it's also a thing between, like, rejection and how men versus women deal with it. Because I feel like men are like you stew it kind of thing like men often make the first move so when they get rejected and say no you know i'm not interested they're like ah, you know it hurts a little bit but then you bounce back whereas like a woman going out of their way to make the first move and be like hey you know you want to do this they get rejected and they're like i'm never asking that's anyone I'm I'm to do anything I'm done. for the rest of my oh. life <laughs>
1: that's a terrible way to think about
0: it like I, there's no way i could get rejected 30 times in one day and then be like, mm, but that one time...
1: <laughs> but it's a numbers game, right? It's yeah, numbers, it's a numbers game. game. You want to play it. You want to play the numbers game. Yeah, I, as I a could one, we'll you, win.
0: I couldn't do it.
1: You don't want to play it as a woman? No,
0: game. I'd feel like shit at the end of the day.
1: Or you'd be feeling a dick in your hand in the movie yeah. theater.
0: <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I'm so jealous.
2: Every woman's dream. <laughs> so, oh, my
0: God. I could be, You're telling me that instead of just enjoying a movie completely, you know, zoned into the movie. You get to watch and your
1: man enjoy the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: I really enjoy yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it depends how good you are. I, un- I didn't know. Don't flatter yourself. Yeah, it's
0: true. <laughs> I didn't know this was a possibility. I thought I would just go pay my money, enjoy the movie. But what you're telling me is, is I can pay my money and be completely distracted the entire time and also get a sore arm while watching him Wait, How be rough to pleasure- you give a handy? as rough as they like it if there's no like snack at the base okay. then it's not it's,
1: a twisted
2: pop it
0: yeah it's pull it yeah
2: sorry I, like don't it. Know the, I don't know the rules i don't give a lot of hand it's just a fidget toy at that point
0: it's a bop it i mean really really like click it pull it pass it
2: you don't have to that, that sounds pretty good yeah i like the wait was sitting next to me
0: your other, the guy uh, he jumped under her spot well, you know
2: what how dry are his hands
0: yeah how
2: it's a, a number how much popcorn has he been eating
0: <laughs> yeah it's true does he it's like it butter?
2: it better he better like buttered popcorn
0: yeah right? it's nice and lubed up God, i
1: don't know like some vinegar flavoring gets in your mm. dip hole
0: oh.
1: it stings so good
0: <laughs> it's like an, uh, experience. it's an added surprise but, it's but, like uh like heated lube you know like yeah. it's like that it Tell gives a more. little tingle into your pee hole
1: <laughs> if you guys were watching the video right now, I sort of just like looked up to the right with this question like, huh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's just a fun little Where I buy this heated lube <laughs> for my pee hole?
0: Well, you can start with salt and vinegar. No nope. yeah. popcorn, uh, which is much cheaper, and you also get to enjoy a movie at the same time. I don't
1: think I'm gonna be enjoying the movie. I'll be focused on how many other how many other chicks in this theater with a dude. They're going to want to watch me get a handy from their girlfriend walking um, up and down the aisles.
0: I think, see, the, our make, the situations that we make up makes it really hard. This is a common thing that we do. It makes it really hard for me to think back in my life and think of what the fuck situations because they're just rummaging around in my head all the time. Like, I can take any situation, and I can personally make it a what-the-fuck situation. <laughs> what if
1: it's out of your control, 100%?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's different.
1: So, I, I'm with this girl, and she's a live-in nanny, right? Yeah. And I'm at her place when her employer slash roommate, whatever, yeah. is not there. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm at their place in the afternoon, and the employer works till, you know, usually four or five, and it's yeah. like 1.32 in the afternoon, and we're doing stuff. We finished doing stuff and we're just sitting there talking, and all of a sudden the front door opens. So we're in the bedroom, the front door opens, and the person I'm with jumps up, looks at me, and says, Go out the window. And I'm like, What? Like, are you kidding right now? Just go out the window. I was like, I'm not allowed to be here. Like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. Just just go talk to her. She goes, No, no, I didn't ask if like, anybody could come over. Like, I was like, Oh, okay. And then I look at the window thinking like, there's no fucking way I'm jumping out of the second floor window yeah. in minus 40 in town. And then she come, she goes out. She starts talking to girls. She comes back in. She goes, yeah, she's done work for the day. So she's making herself lunch and she's going to be watching TV. So you can't walk by her. So you have to go out the window. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was like, I can't do that because while you were out there, I tried to open the window and it's frozen shut. So I'm trying to open the window. She goes, what, it's frozen? So we're both trying to move it. It's not moving. It's frozen." Yeah. I was like, and plus, my shoes and jacket are out front. She's like, oh no, they weren't. When she went into the bathroom, I threw your jacket and your shoes out into the apartment hallway. I was like, what? <laughs> what if someone from the other apartment stole my shoes and jacket? Yeah, yeah. She was no, no, it'll still be out there. It'll be fine. I was like, you have a lot of faith in the people you, you don't know that you live, live around. Yeah. So um, what I do is I, I sort of like elbow and shoulder into the window. I hear it crack so that I move it. The ice is broken. And I'm sitting there in just pants. I'm holding my socks because I know once I land on the snow, I don't want socks being yeah, wet. Yeah. So it's t-shirt, t-shirt, minus 40 outside, barefoot in the snow. And I go to the front of the apartment. I'm just waiting there. Like, I'm waiting for one of the neighbors to come over. Like, hey, buddy, what's up with the no shoes and no jacket? I'm minus <laughs> yeah. 40. I was like, um, yeah, I was banging someone. And uh, I'm not supposed to be here. And my shit's inside. Can you open the door for me? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just waiting, waiting. She opens the door. She's got my jacket, my shoes. Um, I put my socks on. I put my shoes on. Put my jacket on, and I'm laughing my fucking ass off to the vehicle because I I just did something that I would have done when I was like fourteen. It's in a, in a movie. But I, I'm a grown up and I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah,
0: I think my favorite part of that is I am at I was at work because you know it's <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And again, I've said this before. I have a professional job. You know, I just gotta keep my composure at all times. And I sit down at my desk. And I look at my phone, it's just popping off. I have like six messages from you. And I open it and you've told me, you're like, guess what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I'm fucking her, right? <laughs> Got to jump out a window and I'm reading this and I'm like, you know, everyone else that, I'm, that I work around is like looking, you know, in the same room and I'm just like, mm-hmm, yes. Yes, this is a normal conversation. I will not react to these. This
1: grown-ass man is climbing out of windows and walk around barefoot in minus 40 and two feet of snow.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. It reminds me of when I was in university, one of my friends was two hours away at home and I went to university, it was like 8 a.m. or something. And I sat in class and um, my friend started texting me. She's like, so I did shrooms at like 3 a.m. and I'm still awake and I'm still high. She's like, I'm just gonna, can I just talk, talk to you through this? And I was like, okay. So I'm in class like learning university shit. And my friend's just like, I'm under my blanket. Am I a ghost? <laughs> I'm like, yes. But she's like, I can't find my remote. It's gone. Uh, I, I Like, I, I, it disappeared. Um, something's fucking with me. Something's here with me. And I'm like, you're fine. You are just wrapped up in a sheet in the middle of your room, <laughs> tripping balls at 9 a.m. Anyway, my friends, I I live vicariously through you guys, I guess. Because I'm like at work, at school, just doing boring shit. And I just get these texts of like, you'll never guess what just happened. <laughs> But, yeah. So, I think that's it for the week. Uh, We could probably come up with more stories.
1: Yeah, like forever.
0: Forever. Which is
1: what this whole podcast will be. But for right now, we're just going to move on to the questions of the week. Yeah. We actually do have two here.
0: I'm excited because usually they're on... I never get to see them beforehand. And I I choose not to. But um, if the topic is what the fuck, I'm excited to...
1: It's not... Yeah, I guess so it could be One of them is kind of What the fuck Okay, okay So uh, this one is uh, Jackie from Oregon
2: Okay It's
1: like Hey guys I recently uh, watched As my neighbor got hit by a car And did not survive Oh Kate I saw the blood As she bled out (laughs) I'm not saying That I have nightmares But I'm saying That I don't know If this will fuck me up Later in life Yeah What do you suggest I do to take my mind Off of the situation You guys are hilarious So I'm expecting answers That will be more funny Than serious and also, kind of serious.
0: <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh, I have a really hard time with death. Like, my whole life, I've, I've just been scarred. Like, anytime, like, I, I went uh, recently to the mountains and I was hiking. And um, I was, like, when I was a kid, I went hiking and I saw these plaques of, like, people who fell in the rivers and they fell over the waterfalls who died. And, like, I'm, like, going through, I'm like, yeah, I remember this from when I was, like, seven. Like death scars me, yeah. and I didn't even witness it. Um, so this is like I have a more serious one for me, I guess, because I I've heard about people, like close friends and stuff, witnessing other people die in accidents and stuff. And like, I don't personally know how I get over it. Um, but like, I'm a huge so mental health. She didn't say that
1: she knew them very well. Just that it was a no, neighbor, but, right? still, but still, any
0: death. Like yeah. if I saw anyone die, I'd probably be pretty scarred. I would say. Um, you know, seeing a professional at some point to work through it and like talk about death and and wrap your mind around it is probably a good thing. But I also avoid thinking. You know, like when you are like going to bed at night and then all of a sudden your brain is like, "Remember that one thing that you did that is horribly embarrassing that you should think about for the and next hour." And then you hour?
1: get a Q tip and start stabbing the inside of your <laughs> ear, thinking like, "Stop! Stop! Stop! Yeah. Stop!" Yeah.
0: So like things like that that just you, memories that like pop up. Um, I find the only way. To, like, not think of them is to actively think of something um, better. Do you know what I mean? Like, pick yeah. a different story to, like, go through your mind of, like, every detail of what happened. Or just, like, mindlessly go on my phone on, like, Instagram and just look at pictures of Disneyland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about professional help. Go. Yeah. Right? That's why it's there.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: their whole purpose in their profession is to help.
2: Yeah. That's absolutely. why That's
1: that's why they're the perfect people for it. That's what they love doing and they care about you. Yeah. On the other hand, I I tend to have trauma things, and I just make so many fucking jokes to the level where I I cross the line, and then it just becomes something funny that I can talk about. Yeah. Not saying the situation is funny, but I can make it funny, mainly funny aimed at me. Yeah. I make fun of myself in the situation. Yeah. And... I think I'm pretty healthy.
0: Yeah. It does make everyone else wildly uncomfortable, though.
1: And you know what? That's okay, because I'd rather make them wildly uncomfortable than think about the horrendous sight I saw that I witnessed. Yeah. And it traumatized me. It's true. I'd rather people like, what? Maybe they can have a podcast. Be like, what the fuck moments? I watched Mr. Clay. He said this fucking shit. What the fuck moment? So...
0: If we did shit that Mr. Clay said I could make uh like a five series episode podcast pod- on our podcast. And none of them weird would be, shit that Mr. Clay said.
1: And none of them would be nipple extension related. Yeah. Because I that never was said me.
0: that. Say, that's the one weird thing I said. Yeah no.
2: Uh are lobotomy is still a thing? I don't know, you could look into that. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I guess that's the that's that's the more funny
1: than serious <laughs> one. But also
2: kinda serious. Kinda serious. I mean it is like mental health. Yeah,
0: it, it's not outdated at all. No,
1: electroshock therapy? <laughs> That's a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: But it's fine. That cures. Things. Or another thing
1: I find, I always tell somebody, like when, when my kid is like, I just like I just hurt my finger, my finger hurts. I'm like, well, it, it, it looks like you bent it a little bit or like, what happened? Like, are you okay? She goes, it just really hurts. I'm like, uh, let's look at it this way. If I punch you in the head really hard right now, it's going to hurt a lot, and it'll take all the pain away from your finger. Does your finger hurt that much that, that it'll overpower me punching you in the head? No? Good. It doesn't hurt at all.
0: <laughs> so You'll <He'll> be fine. <laughs> it's just a minor inconvenience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pain is a temporary sensation. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So I found this one in a Facebook group, and I thought it would be good here. Okay. I belong to a lot of really, obviously, weird groups, and yeah. people ask a lot of weird questions. That doesn't surprise me. So this one is a uh, Kyle. And he's like, I just witnessed my dad fucking someone who is not my stepmom. Do I tell my stepmom and fuck up my family? Or should I say nothing and hope for the best?
0: I am. I, like, this is like a movie trope. This, this is a thing. Um, I could not live with a secret like that. Like, personally, I couldn't. I'd, I'd go tell.
1: I personally think that cheaters have a very special place in hell for them. Yeah. Where every person they've ever loved is cheating on them in front of them and they can't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would as much as is my dad, I, I would hope that he lives a shitty life for what he did. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know how close this person is to their stepmother. Who knows? But at the same time, I couldn't live with, like, every day, you know, cu- like, seeing them together and, like, seeing my dad, you know, kiss my stepmom and be all lovey. And be but, like, jealous but because no. it's your
1: stepmom and she's hot.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. See, I've seen enough videos where yeah. I know this is your opportunity <laughs> to <laughs> get a little closer with your stepmom.
1: I don't disagree. Yeah. Forget everything else yeah. I said. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking, yeah. Well, but
0: you still have to. I mean, you could tell your stepmom uh-huh. and then console her.
1: Yeah,
2: right? do you exactly. tell her
1: with your dick in your hand?
2: No, you got to take the dick out after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you let could me wipe
1: those tears from your eyes yeah. and use your penis.
2: Yeah, 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 You
0: could like offer to demonstrate what you saw. Yeah. With your yeah. your own penis and her
1: mouth. Yeah, Ex- or <laughs> explain say, what happened. You could physically des- describe what happened and say, if I was my dad this is what I would do. Yes. And then yeah. she'll just cry. Yeah. Or <laughs> just like, well, maybe, maybe that's his thing. Maybe he's like, I love when a woman cries. Nothing reminds me of my first time <laughs> like a woman crying.
2: <laughs> or you could always just wait for her to empty the dryer and then she'll just get stuck and that's, that's your when next you opportunity. That's, that's when you jump on her.
0: Yeah.
1: So much good advice. Yeah. I think. I mean, we do have answers for every, everything.
0: everything. Yeah. Um, it's a solution
1: Alright Kyle I think it's unanimous um, Fuck your stepmom Yeah
2: <laughs> I'm not, like Is the person that or Make
1: love to your Whatever However you want to do it Yeah Make sweet Sweet love to the
2: lady <laughs> You don't gotta fuck her You can just make love Yeah her. <laughs> Hold her close when you're done Yeah Yeah
0: She needs She needs someone In this time yeah. Of need I think yeah. it's your time to shine Yeah like fuck your dad, but not in that way. Like fuck him.
2: Or fuck your dad. Oh, yeah. Or fuck
0: your dad. Well, I mean, he's th- open. <laughs> this
1: could be one of those videos where your dad joins in. Yeah. yeah.
2: This is know. this is how this is the only way I can see to keep the happy family dynamic. I'm
0: just saying that if you're gonna like you know make love to someone, it should be the stepmom. If you're gonna fuck someone, it should be the dad because yeah. he needs to be punished a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Make, where, him, make him cry. Yeah. Where's the regular mom in this situation? The I original think, mom. Um
1: original I think mom? I think she was the, the she was the neighbor from the previous
2: question.
1: Oh
2: no. Okay.
0: Oh no. So, so she... you
2: do have a shot fucking your mom too.
1: <laughs> well, oh no
0: s-
2: Strike while the iron is hot. Oh
0: no.
1: Or, We're or, dead. or, or warm. Or warm.
0: Uh, yeah, and now everyone everyone listening is like, my what the fuck moment was listening not, to this podcast. We're not getting
1: any more questions ever.
0: No. Unless it's
1: like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And who the fuck is Gelman? <laughs> Gelman. Wait,
0: what Gelman. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why don't you ask why the fuck is wrong with me? Or when the fuck is wrong with me?
2: Yeah. How? Those
0: are questions you should be asking yourself.
1: How the fuck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> or who the fuck is Gelman? Anyways, that's it for this week. It's been a week. It's been a, it's been a time. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Answers for Everything.
1: Follow us everywhere.
0: Yeah, all the stuff you'll see when we get new episodes, um, and possibly see some pretty cool pictures from Mister Clay. Dick pics? No, not dick pics. Like just you know. Maybe ones where your mom took a picture of you with a cucumber dick for <laughs> a penis. Not real yeah. dick pics. We'll oh, no, get no, removed no, no. from oh, the internet. no, 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 All right. Thank you, guys. I only show
1: those to people that I want to prove how gay I'm not. It's so.
0: <laughs> true. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you <laughs> next week.
1: Peace out. Was your 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 was your